all need encouragement at some point in time, whether it's for personal motivation, comfort, or reflection. An encouraging word can offer hope, inspiration, or a new perspective. Each week, we will explore biblical passages that will encourage and remind us of God's love, faithfulness, greatness, and sovereignty in our lives. So let's start the week off right. I'm your podcast host, Drea, and you're now listening to Divine Exhortations. Hey friend and happy Monday. Thank you for tuning into the second episode. I am so blessed and so grateful just to share in the word of God with you today. And I want to express heartfelt thank you to everyone who was able to listen to my first episode last week. I was just so overwhelmed by the love, the support, the comments, and the kind words. Uh, So thank you so much. I appreciate you guys very, very much. And uh, for your listening enjoyment, uh, Divine Exhortations is available on Pocket Cast, Breaker, Google Podcast, Radio Public, and of course, Spotify. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do leave a comment, write a review, rate the podcast, and please share it with someone. Awesome. All right. So let's get into our exhortation for today. I won't be long before you, just some food for thought as we reflect and think about the love of God. And so with the Easter holiday approaching this weekend, I thought it would be good for us to get our minds and our hearts prepared to commemorate the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and how we see the love of God on display. Easter is not limited to bun and cheese, fish and bread, and you know, other traditional meals that we may cook and have. And for those of you who are Caribbean or have a Caribbean background, you know what I mean. And please hear me. I am in no way saying that we can't have, you know, our fish and our bun and cheese and family traditions because I know that I do. Every year I place my order of fish. I get two trays and I buy my tin cheese at least a month in advance and I buy my bun. And this has been a reoccurring practice for us, you know, with our family and our children really look forward to spending Easter together in this fashion. And so coupled with all that goodness I just described is the reality, the real reason why we focus and we reflect and we take the time just to stop and to think about what was done for us thousands of years ago. That God sent his son, Jesus, to die on a cross for our sins. And this is truly a time of personal reflection and devotion, vocation and worship. And so today I want us to observe and reflect on the love that God has for us. Our main scripture today is 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, and I will be reading from the CSB, which is the Christian Standard Bible. And I just want to extract a few thoughts surrounding the love of God. So I'll read the verse now in your hearing. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his one and only son, into the world so that we might live through him. 
Love consists in this, not that we loved God, but he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Amen. It's very rare that a person would volunteer to die for someone else, especially someone who has a great reputation and is respectable and selfless and noble and loving. And even with this scenario, it would still be difficult for someone, any of us, to willingly sacrifice our life for someone of good standing much less someone whose ways and deeds are evil. In Romans chapter 5, verse 8, it reads, But God proves his own love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God clearly shows and proves his love for us that when we were messed up, when we were sinning, when we weren't noble or kind and loving, and we were doing all kinds of evil, God still sent his son to die in our place. So going back to our scenario, could you say that you would be willing to die for someone who displayed horrible characteristics or they were selfish, mean, and just plain evil? Would you sacrifice your life for an individual like that? God did that for us. He did that for humanity. And so when we look at one aspect of God's love towards us, we realize and attest that his love for us is like none other. And the point emphasized here is God's love for us is incomprehensible. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 to 5 reads, And you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you previously walked according to the ways of this world, according to the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit now working in the disobedient. We too all previously lived among them in our fleshly desires, carrying out the inclinations of our flesh and thoughts. And we were by nature children under wrath as the others were also. But God who is rich in mercy because of his great love that he had for us, made us alive with Christ even though we were dead in trespasses. You are saved by grace. When we were spiritually dead and separated from God because of our sins and transgressions, we were heavily influenced by this world and set out to fulfill our fleshly desires. God, in his wonderful and immeasurable love, made us spiritually alive in Christ. While we were still helpless and powerless to provide for our salvation, Christ died as a substitute for the ungodly. And he paid our penalty at Calvary. And so it's no longer us that live, but Christ that lives within us. And so then the overall arching thought before us is just this that in the incarnation and sacrifice of Jesus Christ we have the great revelation of the love of God in closing there's a song written and sung by Martha Munizzi called Amazing Love and I just want to read the lyrics for you 
amazing love, how can it be that my God would die for me? Amazing love, oh, what sacrifice the Son of God given for me. My debt he paid and my death he died that I might live, that I might live. As we get ready this week to celebrate Easter with our families or participate in in in-person worship or watch a sermon live stream, let us remember that he did not spare his own son, but freely gave him up to death for us all. Let us take some time this week to reflect and ponder his love for us. Say to yourself, He loves me, and he gave himself for me. He was the propitiation of my sins, and now I live, move, and have my being in him. What an indescribable love, the love of God. Let us pray. O Lord, our Lord, How excellent is your name. We acknowledge and honor you today. We recognize the sacrifice that was paid on our behalf. What you did for us, we could never truly comprehend. We know that you love us with an everlasting love because your word tells us so. Help us this week to reflect and meditate on your love for us. Let your Holy Spirit minister to our hearts and cultivate a deep appreciation for the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Let us embrace your love and not pull away from it. I pray that we get to a place where we no longer question your love, but understand and know God is love. As high are the heavens above, so is your great steadfast love for us. Lord, you showed us how much you love us by sending your only son into this world that we could have eternal life through his death on the cross. Thank you for loving us first, even when we didn't deserve it. This is real love. With a heart of gratitude, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great week, everyone, and enjoy your Easter weekend. Much love and many blessings. Bye. Hey friend, thank you for listening to today's exhortation. I believe you were inspired, challenged, and encouraged today. Because of that, don't keep it to yourself. Share this podcast with a friend, a family member, even a co-worker. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day. I feel so special. Let's do this again. See you next week.